0: Hi, I'm Anne McElhenney.
1: And I'm Phelan McAleer. Yes, our daily update on the uh, news, advice and madness of the coronavirus pandemic and pan panic. Pan
0: panic. What? But big news today. Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of Great Britain, now has uh, the virus, which is very unfortunate. He's got uh, a wife who's, or a girlfriend who's pregnant. So I don't know what the domestic arrangements are there. But also in big news, America is number one, apparently. Point,
1: America point, one. Point of information. Uh, Boris is actually the, as I as I painfully am aware Boris Johnson is not only the president the prime minister of Great Britain he is the prime minister uh, prime minister of the United Kingdom which is the Great United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland so thank you Boris for being my prime minister no, not really um Boris is my old editor at the Spectator when I did a few freelance articles for them but moving quickly along we we're, we're going to tell you what's in the show Uh, We're looking at how America is now the number one uh, in the number one position, number of cases, and how the media are crying, how activists are crying, how that's fake. A lot of fake news here, fake modelling, and how it's panicking the country, and it may not be based on on facts. Fake news from NBC that are panicking young people, and fake more fake news about how people are how the media are treating China and Chinese figures as if they're real and then we'll be looking at how China's cashing in on it and looking at advice from uh, how to how to survive the quarantine so first of all those figures oh if you look at your Facebook feed you'll see people are doing fake celebrations that America's number one Uh, thank you President Trump this kind of nonsense look it's dishonest it's dishonest America has a massive population it is one of the one of the most populous countries on the planet the other countries that are more populous like China have not a free press we'll be talking about this later on you cannot trust a word they say you cannot you cannot trust their figures uh, India they haven't got the infrastructure to do testing so we don't know what their figures are you know this is Actually, because America is has got such a robust health service and a robust infrastructure and a robust uh, society that it's able to test and it's treating people. So there's nothing bad uh, or, or particularly bad about the fact that America has these high figures. It doesn't mean that they're in a worse position than China. It just means they're more honest and transparent. So talking of models and honesty and transparency, uh, you, you, you know there was a lot of doom and gloom and most of the doom and gloom is based on professor neil ferguson from imperial college london he issued a report <laughs> will I just want to report I
0: just think it's very important that you know that sneezing is not one of the symptoms just so that everyone it's I've not seen it in any no in any of the um, in any of the information but yeah no this fake modeling thing is really really interesting about covid covid act now yes. Phil tell us more about covid act now
1: well so COVID Act now is, is a website that looks very neutral, just the figures, ma'am, and it's based on Neil Ferguson's figures, and Neil Ferguson said, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, 500,000 deaths in the UK, 2 million deaths in the United States, and, and it's credited for... President Trump, shutting, you know, announcing the national emergency, all that. Now Neil Ferguson is telling the House of Commons Select Committee that perhaps it could be as little as twenty thousand deaths in the UK, uh, and, and a lot less, and a lot, and a, sm- a smaller number than predicted in the United States. And I mean that that's a little bit more than a severe flu. So he's rolling back. But COVID Act now is this website that is that is basically leading a lot of the efforts and pro pushing people to close things down for example just to give you an
0: example in covid act now if you look at most news organizations most of the information coming out of individual states is being informed by this this modelling that has been produced by these people called COVID Act Now. We're going to talk in a moment about who these people are. But just to give you an example of the type of things that they've been saying and how spectacularly wrong they have been about pretty much everything. This is COVID Act Now. Always check out when you see those graphs, see what the source of the graphs is. And in most cases, you'll find that it's COVID Act Now. So here's what COVID Act Now predicted. They predicted, for example, that by March 19 the state of tennessee could expect 190 hospitalizations of patients with confirmed wuhan virus um, they have 19 no, no. by sorry t- sorry that sorry i'm going to say that again the covid act now predicted by that by march 19 the state of t- tennessee could se- expect 190 hospitalizations of patients with the virus but they actually have 15 God. They had 15 on that date. They had 15 on that date. In New York City, COVID Act now claimed that 5,400 New Yorkers would have been hospitalized by March the 19th. The actual number of hospitalizations is 750. 750 instead of 5,400. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, you've got Governor Cuomo stating uh, from New York, stating that as many as 80 percent of the state's 20 million population could contract the virus um you know we just should point out that a lot of that work done on the COVID act now website was done by madeline osborne of the federalist you can read more about it there and the people behind this are surprise surprise democratic activists and fundraisers and you know there is an element of the democratic party that's using this crisis to to attack president trump to try and get issues into law that they cannot get into other means, like sick pay, like abortion funding, whatever they want. They're trying to use the crisis and and gin up the crisis to get these laws passed. So let's go... Yeah,
0: just to, just to see who these people are, I'll just give you an example of who these people are. The founders of the COVID Act Now site are Democratic Representative Jonathan Christ Tompkins and three Silicon Valley tech workers and Democratic activists, Zachary Rosen, Max Henderson and Igor Kaufman who are also donors to various democratic campaigns and political organizations since 2016. Henderson and Kaufman donated to the Hillary Clinton campaign in 2016, while Rosen donated to the Democratic National Committee. Recently resigned Democratic representative Katie Hill. My god, she's everywhere. And other Democratic candidates prior to building the COVID Act Now website, Kaufman created an online game, whatever. But honestly,
1: which was the online game was designed to raise 1 million for Democratic candidates and defeat President Trump. So, you know, De- Dr. Deborah Deborah Birx, uh, who you see every day standing beside President Trump at the press conference at the daily briefing, she decided to tackle some of these myths that have come up. So, you know, rather than us say, let's hear her response to these models, to these alarmist figures.
2: And then finally, the situation about ventilators. We were reassured and meeting with our colleagues in New York that there are still ICU beds remaining, and there's still significant over 1,000 or 2,000 ventilators that have not been utilized yet. Please, for the reassurance of people around the world, to wake up this morning and look at people talking about creating DNR situations. Do not resuscitate situations for patients. There is no situation in the United States right now that warrants that kind of discussion. You can be thinking about it in a hospital, certainly many hospitals talk about this on a daily basis, but to say that to the American people, to make the implication that when they need a hospital bed, it's not gonna be there, or when they need that ventilator, it's not gonna be there. We don't have an evidence of that right now. And it's our job collectively to assure the American people that it's our collective job to make sure that doesn't happen. Um, Right now you can see these these cases are concentrated in highly urban areas. There are other parts of the states that have lots of ventilators and other parts of New York State that don't have any infections right now. So we can be creative, we can meet the need by being responsive. But there's no model right now, I mean, no reality on the ground where we can see that 60 to 70% of Americans are going to get infected in the next 8 to 12 weeks. I just want to be clear about that. So we're adapting to the reality on the ground. We're looking at the models of how they can inform. But we also are learning very clearly from South Korea and from Italy and from Spain.
1: Not much more to say about that, really um you know so please you know be be very aware when people quote these uh these alarmist statistics so more fake news and what's the, what's the, what's the latest fake news
0: um did we talk about the do not resuscitate
1: oh we did not talk about the do not resuscitate. yeah so there was an article actually as you heard there dr burks said talked about the do not resuscitate order so there, there was an, a fake news article in the washington post written by, so there was, a, yeah, written by Ariana Enjung Cha from the Washington Post saying, hospitals are discussing, do not resuscitate orders without the permission of the family or the patient to protect their own safety? Dr. Burke said that conversation uh, is not part of the lexicon of, of, of hospitals at the moment and there's no need for it. So, as you heard there, so... You know, trust Dr. Birx, uh, listen to uh, Dr. Fauci, listen to People with facts and figures, not people with agendas. Talking to people with agendas.
0: Yeah, and it seems to be a lot of, I mean, I think one of the things that people, we would urge people to do is to be very, very cautious about news stories that you're reading, particularly the more sensationalist ones. And unfortunately, you have to dig around to find the truth. And sometimes the truth isn't even available. Um, particularly, for example, as we said, with this COVID Act Now, act now which is, is only being revealed now and obviously very much credited to the federalists for their stories there. But here's a, here's, an, here's an example. You might have seen in the last couple of days this story about this nurse that has died of New COVID, York uh, New York City uh, nurse at Mount Sinai West, uh, Kios Jordan Kelly, who was hospitalized on March 17th and has died. And it's everywhere. In that story 40. in his 40s, very 40. young, very young. And everyone and the headlines all talk about not enough equipment and not enough masks and not enough this and that people are wearing uh, black plastic bags instead of having proper equipment. And... And it's terrible and uh, awful tragedy of the man's death. But one thing that they like—it's almost impossible to find it in the NBC story. Sorry.
1: You know, obviously, we've been told up to now that that COVID nineteen, coronavirus, Wuhan virus, whatever, has has exacted a death toll on older people with existing conditions, and you know that is significant because it means the vast majority of the population and the young population. are are not in as much danger. But this article focuses on a 40-year-old nurse who's working and is scary if you're a healthy young person. But what this article fails to point out and doesn't mention it at all in the article, you have to go somewhere else to find it, and you have to really, really dig for it, is that this nurse had suffered from severe asthma i.e. suffered from an underlying condition, that 40-year-olds are not particularly in danger now. This does not mean that the disease is now targeting young people. This means that this person fit the criteria for someone being in, in real danger of this disease. But it's complete media malfeasance for the NBC New York not to have reported this. So please be very careful when you see articles. Don't accept anything at face value, dig, dig, dig. So. Um so talking of other fake news, uh, there's new uh, the, the, uh, these new figures that show um, the U.S. is the same uh, as is now surpassed China. I mean, as we said at the beginning, you can't trust it. Uh, Chi- you cannot trust China's figures. Um, and we see from Spain, China is now even cashing in on the coronavirus. They're sending sending equipment to Spain and, you know, p- one one thing, uh, they're they're, char- they're 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 charging for it. The equipment's really faulty, whatever. But I, honestly, I I'm not sure that the that media should be re- media should not be reporting China sending equipment to these countries without saying, if China had not covered this up at the beginning, these countries would not be suffering to the same extent. That, that Italy would not be suffering because Italy would have closed its borders to China as the president did on January 31st. Imagine if they closed their borders to China on December the 31st. How how much better off we would be. So sorry, you don't get to do this China. You don't get to cause this or cause thousands of deaths and then come in as, as the white knight. So
0: Yeah, I mean they, they one of the examples they have here is that you know that the the in Spain for example they announced that the country had bought 467 million dollars worth of medical supplies from China um, you know because you know, I think there's some suggestion that the Chinese are donating things to all over the world, that they're donating medical expertise and they're donna- donating medical equipment. No, they're charging people for it and as film says, you know, it's, it's important that people remember that this virus started in China and that's not that's not necessarily their fault but th- but what really is definitely their fault is the fact that they didn't inform the world in a timely manner when the Americans v- volunteered to send in medical experts from here uh to try and investigate they what was going the on world they health they, health they, they lied to the world, Ho- but, th- but they also wouldn't take the medical the mele- medical experts either wouldn't wouldn't uh but extra, I mean terrible well they, they lied
1: to the them. world health organization and and the world health organization tweeted out that it wasn't transferable person to you person so, thanks but no thanks would be my opinion uh, for the Chinese help
0: it also doesn't help by the way that the world uh, the west is so crippled by political correctness that any possi- you know that anything that might potentially be interpreted as racism cannot be tolerated so the italian authorities asked people to go out and hug a chinese person you know um and this clearly you know wouldn't have been a really helpful move given and and now look at look at the results that we see in italy and it's not about chinese people it's about the chinese communist party who uh, run a tyrannical regime that needs to be called out and and the fact that the the media of the world is just uh, repeating the talking points of the Chinese Communist Party is appalling.
1: So, where is the ACLU?
0: Where is the ACLU? Where is the ACLU?
1: Yeah. So, you know, you know the score when something like this happens. Where the ACLU like to position themselves as their self image. We we take on the unpopular cases. We represent. You know, they they're in favor of releasing murderers from prison on technicalities uh you know if their constitutional rights were abused so the federal government has brought in unbelievable powers You're n- they're now t- they're cronian. they're now telling people to stay in their house under the pain of being fined they've and closed the venice pier and I don't think that's a huge human rights abuse. Well,
0: actually, sorry, they've closed all the trails, by the way. They've tro- closed all the hiking trails. People are confined at home, yeah. and getting out and getting some exercise is something that is important for people's mental health as well as physical health. And they basically, they're closing off all opportunities to do that. Yeah.
1: And in San Francisco, they're fining you if you're on the street. Um, so, And, you know, the ACLU are... You know, I call them the eye-rolling lawsuits. You know, they're, they're well-known for these lawsuits. You're going, why are they protecting that person? Or why are they... And, you know, that that's their image, and that's what they, they're living off. But why aren't they taking lawsuits saying, this is an egregious abuse of federal power? I'm not saying that the lawsuit would be correct, but their role in, in, in the world before this was to take on people like Gavin Newsom and Cuomo and Garcetti, who... who are taking enormous powers i mean closing businesses closing livelihoods closing people off but no aclu to take the unpopular lawsuit because let's face it they're not the american council for civil was it american american civil american civil liberties union aclu the american civil uh democratic supporters party union and they don't. They don't. They want this to continue because they believe this is damaging President Trump. They want the lockdowns to continue. Sorry, not. Uh, I'm not saying they want the coronavirus to continue. They want the lockdowns to continue. They want the economic uh, distress to continue because it allows them to the government to come in as a white knight to rescue, which is a democratic idea, and they feel that it will damage President Trump in the long term. So uh, maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe they'll come up with these lawsuits now. Maybe they're working feverishly away. So advice. Let's wrap up here and.
0: Well, um, I mean, you know, it's interesting watching it if you look online at all the kind of creative ways people are finding to socialise. People are doing things like these Zoom, they're Zooming with family and friends and having like birthday parties and, and, and just cocktail hour and happy hour. And there's people are exchanging recipes and, but people are trying very hard to socialise. It's because it's very hard to suddenly be distanced. I mean, it's just so unprecedented. The whole world is sharing in this extraordinary moment where we're all on our own. Um, but we still want to be in touch with. Th- people we love and the people we care about um, you know and i think i would encourage people to definitely do everything you can to have to have those faith times with people um, and there's loads of loads of inspiration on, on, on the Internet of people singing from their balconies and standing outside their, or even just standing. I saw in, in the UK they, did, they had a, a thing and Claire Fox was talking about it where people just stood outside their homes and clapped for the workers at the NHS. And as she said, not just the NHS, she was clapping for all carers, for everyone involved in the caring industries who are out there um, caring for the people who are most vulnerable and are most at risk during this a pandemic the other piece of advice i would give which just knew new into me from magdalena Sageda who doesn't know much about cooking or any of that sort of stuff but she did say you can freeze milk and it really is great news because we're not meant to be going to the shops every day um and i'm not encouraging people to panic buy but i do think you should buy more than you need then you don't have to go out all the time failing at that point the other day so buy three three liters of milk instead of one and, and freeze two i just want
1: one little rant before we go Panic buying, I don't buy the panic over panic buying. We've been told that you can't go out, you should go out, with only even an essential. So, of course, you're going to buy two weeks of food or three weeks of food. And if the supermarkets can't cope with that, it's not their fault. But let's not call it panic buying. Let's call it responsible shopping. Okay, well, look after yourself. Be safe. Uh, This is the Alan Phelan Scoop signing out, and we'll see you next week.
0: Have a great weekend. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Um,
2: God bless and stay safe. Thank you.